Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, love and light. This is Kim Martin Raymond, host of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And welcome to season two of the How Now podcast. We have made one year officially on December 2nd. And so I am so glad that we are in season two and we have so much in store for you coming in this new season. And what a wonderful way to kick off this season with my lovely guest. Let me tell you a little bit about me first. I am a (laughs) spiritual life coach. I am an author. I am a, a, gosh, so many things. I am the founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves mind, body, and spirit. So again, like I said, we have an action-packed show for you today with my lovely guest here. And as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to ask her to introduce herself at this time. Hey, my name is Sabrina Reynolds. I am the Chief Entrepreneurial Officer at Virtual Business Coach. I am a coach, a consultant. Um, I am a wife, a mom, a volunteer, a a whole lot of things, serial entrepreneur, (laughs) (laughs) a whole lot of things. And I am so excited to be here with you today, Kim. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, the title of this show is called The Great Resignation. And I must say that we have heard so many people, especially in customer service, leaving that industry. We've seen a lot of people who have just decided to step away and to do something different. Some as a result of the pandemic, some people just knowing that it was time for a change. And I think that that this pandemic set the wheel in motion for a lot of people to get to that point of saying, you know what, this is not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. Or this is, this is not how I can best serve myself and others. And so I just think it's wonderful that uh, you have started this business and uh, that you've been in this business for a long time. So tell me a little bit about what it is that you do and uh, we'll go from there. All right, that's like a plan. Well, for me, I quit my job. (laughs) I quit my job because I just knew that I was called to be an entrepreneur and I had the heart for it. I was excited about it and then I failed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I failed because I had no clue what was really in store for me as an entrepreneur. I thought it was, you know, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to make a lot of money doing what I do because I've already been doing this in corporate America. So why not do it for myself? And I felt it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I quit. I failed. And I was like, okay, um, I need to get a job again. (laughs) So I got a job and then I just, I just didn't feel right. You know, I, I enjoyed what I did, but the time frame, the, the, the lack of um, ethical behavior at some of the companies that I worked with, you know, yeah. it just, it just didn't feel like this is where I needed to stay. So guess what? I quit again, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and taking some of those um, lessons that I learned from the, you know, the first time I quit, nice. it's like, all right. I'm not going to do that again. Here's what I'm going to do different, you know? 
And then I kind of failed again. <laughs> and I learned a lot more and I got another job. <laughs> right, because you have to live in between. You got to And, and that's the thing, you know, a lot of people when they, when they decide to become entrepreneurs, you know, sometimes you have a little bit of savings mm-hmm. and you go, okay, I'm going to do this. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, people are telling you, oh man, you know, this is a great idea. What you're doing oh, yeah. is great. Oh, you know, and then you go to those same people and they're like, well, you know, I don't really need that at this time. You're just like, what? You encouraged me to do this. Right. So you, you had all the encouragement. You had a little bit in savings. You say, okay, it's only going to take me a couple of months to get things off the ground. So bada bing, yeah. I'm going to jump in and, and, and I'm going to do fine. And then like yeah. you said, you, you hit the wall and then you say, okay, I'm running out of money. Okay. I'm running out of resources. Yeah, I got to get a job. Again. I got to get a job. <laughs> okay, I need medical insurance, especially if you have any pre-existing conditions like myself. I have diabetes. I have to go see the doctor. I'm like, okay, I can't afford this. And then, oh, right. what? I can't get what they don't have healthcare that I can. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, okay, you go back to what you know. You go back to to where you know you're guaranteed a check, and you don't exactly. have to hustle as much. And so I think you just go back with what feels yeah. natural, feels and, natural and, yeah. and easier. Because the truth right. is, being an entrepreneur is not easy. You know, it is not easy at all. And um, a lot of people, you know, without realizing it, we try to present this, oh yes, it's the best move I've ever made. I have so much freedom. It's so wonderful. And we're all like, you know, telling about the the great stuff about it, but we're not really addressing the things that we're really struggling with, you know, because no one wants to really admit that, that they're struggling, that they're having a hard time, that they, they're not sure how to figure out how to really get clients or close deals or what have you, you know, all those little things, or something as simple as like, I have no clue how to manage my finances, you know? So all those things really, you know, they started bubbling up and I just felt like it was so important to address that side of entrepreneurship, you know, and to help people before they made a huge mistake you know, um, or, you know, like some people are really meant to be entrepreneurs. That's the truth. No. And that's the long and the short of it. You're right. That's the truth. You know, you may have a great idea. You may be really excited about it, but maybe you should use that to become a better entrepreneur, uh, a better employee or work for a different organization. That's more in line with your, your morals, your ethics, you know, and all of that, that can, that really recognizes your gifting and talents. But I don't encourage everyone to quit. That's the first thing. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people were like, sure, go ahead and quit. Like you said, you know, when I needed, you know, them to purchase stuff, you know, when it came down to it, they're kind of like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. So that was important to me. Also, um, we have a lot of this expectation that when I quit my job and start my business, I'm going to replace my income right away. Not realizing that it could take a year two, even three years before you really are able to replace the income that you had. So I want to help people to understand, you know, if you should quit, you know, and then if you should, when you should quit. And then if there's a, when you should quit, how to do it. So when you're out there, it's not, you know, crash and burn. (laughs) My prayer is that I have crashed and burned enough (laughs) for others not to experience the same crash and burn. I don't want to burn. That I yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I don't and I'm like, burn. And, you know, here, here's, here's the thing, Kim. I 
I love teaching. I love sharing. I love helping, you know? So yeah, it, as my business, yes, I help people to, you know, start businesses, right. but really uh, my passion, my real business is helping people to unlock their dreams, yeah. unlock their calling and, and walk in their purpose, you know? And in order to do that, you, you really got to realist, have a realistic, um, uh, a viewpoint, you know, and have someone to be able to pour into you to say, yeah, you should, or no, you shouldn't, or here's how, or, you know, things like that. Right. Yeah. And I just think that that is, I mean, that is so critical when you're making decisions like that, because just like you said, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. And everybody's like, oh, you know, if you have a passion and you have a vision, you know, you can do it. But if you don't have a business plan, <laughs> you don't know how you're going to do it or you're just doing it because your friends say, Hey, it's a really great idea, but you haven't done the, the legwork, the research, mm -hmm. how, how, how is the industry that you're looking to enter into, you know, mm -hmm. what happens there? You know, what is it looking like now? Is it something that's trending? Is it something that's falling off? Mm -hmm. I mean, think about the pandemic, all of yeah. these wonderful people who think, you know, who said, you know, I'll go into the restaurant business. People are going to always want to eat. People are going to always want to go somewhere eat. And have we not seen businesses shut down as a result of this pandemic? Yeah. This pandemic has created spaces that I think a lot of us have never been in before. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's caused people to make some decisions, some hard decisions, mm -hmm. you know, about whether where they're at is someplace that is going to be lifelong or whether it's going to be something where they need to say, okay, maybe I need to jump ship. Just like you said. So this pandemic, I, I want to fast forward us or, or rewind <laughs> us at this point back to when, uh, you know, you were conducting your business, you had people who were coming and, and seeing you and, and making the decisions. And now I'm sure when that pandemic hit, did you get a large influx of people now all of a sudden saying, hey, um, I'm not too confident about where I am right now. Uh, what did that look like once the pandemic hit? Okay, once the pandemic hit, the truth is everyone's pivoting. You know, that was the big word of 2020, pivot, pivot, pivot. Yes. Um, but the truth is a lot of people were labeling it a pivot when it was really a panic. Yeah. People were panicking, you know, what do I do? And they were jumping on the next shiny object, right? right? So right. you have people that had a lot of interest, but the understanding that this takes work yes. is not a popular message. No, it's not. That's, that's the truth. It's not a popular message. I am not the person that has a whole bunch of people flocking to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, and here's why, because I'm very honest, I'm very direct, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, hey, if you do these six things, right. you know, you're going to make a billion dollars in six weeks. Right. You know, for, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't um, vital for me to do the sales pitchy thing, you know? Awesome. So the people that really came to me were actually really willing to put the work in, you know, they were really willing to, to, to take advice, to hear Right. The not so fluffy things, you right. know, <laughs> right. that everything was going to be just perfect and just right. No, those people that really wanted to, to make some, some, some tough decisions, yeah. not just a, a temporary pivot that would ease the, the, the pain. Those right. are the clients that really engaged. Right. The ones and that I mean, really that makes perfect sense because it is it, with anything that we do, you know, it has to be that, that decision that we make 
and and that dedication. You know, if we want to have somebody to come in and hold us accountable, uh-huh. then we have to say, okay, you're going to hold us accountable for this. I mean, you're going to hold me accountable for this, but I'm willing to do the work. And just like you said, that's the key thing. We live in a society where we want everything instantly. Mm-hmm. We want everything fast. We want everything now. And, yeah. and we don't realize that it takes work. That's yeah. in anything that we do in our wellness journey. When we're talking about <laughs> dieting and exercising, you know, it's that whole, uh, you know, that term of you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make, can make him drink. It's that same concept. Yeah. We can bring you to that space. Yeah. But, and you, know. you can't make you drink. And here's another thing, Kim, you know, with, with the pandemic that brought on a whole new set of anxiety, Yes. you know, and so when if you're not really addressing those things that you're dealing with, you know, we went through a collective grief, right? So many people lost someone, especially us being, you know, former New Yorkers, you know, we, we lost people, you know, so the, the whirling of, you know, the uncertainty of what the future looked like and, you know, all those things, if you hadn't already worked on yourself and worked on those things to, to get that wellness within you, you know, that caused a lot of that anxiety to rise up. So right. instead of looking and turning internally to say, okay, how can I work on me and fix me? You know, it, right. it became an outward focus. How can I make all the things outside of me turn quickly? You know, right. so I, I think that's another reason why um, accountability was really difficult during that time mm-hmm. because there was this, this desire to just kind of get over it. Right. You know, just get right. past it, you right. know, and people got all the kinds of fatigue, right? Zoom fatigue oh. and <laughs> mask fatigue and, yes. you know, all kinds of fatigue. Yes. People were just worn out. But, you know, the, the turn towards, you know, your internal healing and your internal wellness, you know, that that wasn't really people's focus. They, they were trying to find it in external things. And I'm guilty of it too, right. you know, for, for myself, I was looking right. for those things that, you know, and then when I really turned inward and said, well, what's, what's happening within me, what's causing me to panic pivot, you know, yes. um, because I know what I'm doing and what I, what I'm called to do really works, but what's causing that anxiety and those things. So I really did have to go and, you know, seek help and get the help, not just from my person, my, my business circle, you know, because I have people that I, I trust and they're, they're my wise counsel and coaches, you know, I, listen, I don't just coach, I get coached. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So for me, it wasn't until I really started to hone in on those things and also refine, you know, my messaging and making sure that I was really digging deeper into what I knew, what worked. That was when I started to find my, my, my voice again and stop panicking and stop the, the scramble pivot, you know? Yes. So, yeah, yes. that's important. So I love that. I, I mean, I love that term. I had to write it down. It is, it, it, it is, it, it is not a, a pivot. It's a, it's a panic pivot. It's like you said, <laughs> you're turning, you're turning and running because there, there's something coming at you and you don't know what to do. So the, the thing that you do is you, ah, I don't know which way to go. So I'll run. I went for my job. I went from, from society. I'll go and crawl into a little hole and, and not address any of those things. But just like you said, just those surface things. So I think you make a, a very, very important point in saying that, yes, it's important before you make any decision to make sure that you're looking within first and seeing, you know, do I have the tools? Am I operating out of fear? 
Mm-hmm. If I do this, you know, what can be the consequence? What's my plan B? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's important too, because if, if you know, yeah, for every plan A, there should be a plan B because just in case something <laughs> happens or, or there's a misstep or you, you haven't, you know, consulted the right person, you know, uncle Jimmy doesn't know the answers <laughs> to everything, you know, <laughs> you have to go to people who know, you know, what they're talking about. Yeah. And we tend to start grappling and, and asking anybody. And then we go with public opinion Yep. And think that that's the, you know, that's the ground for us. That might as well be like Wikipedia. You know, you just <laughs> go on it, it changes. You don't know. You're going and you're asking the wrong people. Yeah. And and just like you said, it's important to get coached. It's important to get, seek, you know, experienced counsel. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're starting to do things like this, that, that way you're in the right mindset. You're in the right frame of mind to be able to make a decision like that. Because when you talk about resignating, like, you know, you know, you know, resigning from a job, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and knowing that next week the check is not going to come uh, or yeah. that, you know, the <laughs> benefits, all those things that, that were set in place are now out of place. That's a huge decision to make. And if, yeah. if you're not cognizant of things or you don't have things set in your mind correctly, mm-hmm. you're just going to go out there and do anything. Mm-hmm. half half cocked you know and 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 you know ill prepared and then all of a sudden you know you're going to run into problems so i love that that you have created this space to be able to talk to people and that you're honest with them about it that's what's important it's not about oh you know i'm going to have this person come in they're going to i'm going to charge them and i'm just going to tell them go out there you could do it because it's like you said it's not for everybody so I love your honesty and the fact that you're willing to be transparent because it's important, you know, as you're gaining transparency in what it is that you're doing, you know, you can in turn, you know, send that same message or give that same message to your clients and, and let them know that, you know, this is something that we need to do. So let's talk a little bit about what that pivot or that panic pivot, well, we don't want to call it the panic pivot because you want to get past that point. You're yeah. going to take them to that point of pivot. Yeah. So how do you, how do you get them to that, to that space? How does the process start? <laughs> the process starts by us having a conversation. You know, I, I like talking, <laughs> I like talking to people. I love learning about people, their, you know, their history, where they came from, what their goals are, what their dreams are. I, I love having conversations. So for me, it starts with a conversation, right? And then I want to make sure that you are educated, yeah. that when you are thinking about being coming an entrepreneur, that you go into it eyes wide open, right? right? So I do a um, employee versus entrepreneur. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the first step. You know, you have to understand. And there, here's the thing. There's no right or wrong answer to this. Right. It's really what's best for you, right. you know, but I want you to know, here's what you're going to get. Like you said, you, the steady paycheck versus straight commission, right. <laughs> right. straight commission. You know, you can go into work, you know, you're doing a good job or great job or an okay job, but you're still getting that steady paycheck with right. the entrepreneur if you don't sell, you don't eat. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you have to, in any entrepreneurship job, you're, you're in any entrepreneurship adventure, you're right. going to have to sell something. Right. You're going to got, have to get people to pay you 
to do whatever it is that you do. So I I go through those differences. So you really have a well-balanced understanding of what you'll really be getting yourself into. Um, The next thing is we, we talk about mindset. I call it the CEO success mindset, right? Because you, you really have to understand that it takes a certain mindset to be successful as an entrepreneur. You know, even the people who may have had that instant success, right? Some people deal with imposter syndrome. So what do you do with that? How do you fight that in your mindset? You know, um, you have another risk that you got to take because there's something where maybe that product hit And then now you got to come up with the next product, you know, or the next service or what have you. So you got to be able to balance. Okay. I have to be a risk taker. You know, you can't just do the same thing over and over again and think that, Hey, you know, I'm good. I, you know, I always use this example, blockbuster versus Netflix, right? Right. (laughs) Uh, Nobody wants to be that cautionary tale, like blockbuster, you know, they got approached by Netflix and they kind of shoo them away because they're like, what we've been doing has been working, right? you know, but not really understanding, you know, how to take risks in different areas. So you really have to be a risk taker. We talk about bravery, you know, being an entrepreneur takes bravery every single day, every day it takes bravery. It takes persistence and, you know, all those things that we talk about, just having that type of mindset. Now, everybody doesn't walk out with that mindset, um, but you can develop it. Right. That's the wonderful thing is you can develop these, you know, mindsets. I was a scaredy cat, you know, I'm going to tell you, I was scared. I I was scared to take risks. I mean, I took the risk of quitting my job, but I was scared to get it wrong. So, but I learned the importance of, you know, taking risks and how that's, you know, vital. So I say that to say, you can learn how to, you know, have the mindset of a successful entrepreneur. And then I go into passions, right? Um, when you're an entrepreneur, you absolutely have to be passionate about what you're doing because you're going to be doing this every day. And the truth is it shows up. People can tell when you're faking. That's right. That's right. (laughs) They can tell when you're just, you're just trying to do this to get a buck, as opposed to you're passionate about what you do. You love it. You know, you can wake up every day doing this, you know, and I talk about the fact that like, listen, I'm, I'm a creative, right? I have a whole lot of passions. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean every passion, everything I'm passionate about, I should right. be doing as a business. Right, right. <laughs> so we we talk about those things. You know, I I love making banana pancakes for my family. I do, I do, and that's probably the one breakfast item that I can do really well. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I should open up a restaurant. Right. Right. The, tr- the truth is, I really don't like cooking. <laughs> no. So, you know, but. I, what it comes down to, okay, you're, you're like, get the hands up, right. <laughs> you know, but what, what all those things that I look at are, you know, my deep passions, it really comes down to, um, I have a, a strong desire to help people right. to change their mindset, to right. realize that they can do these things. They can dream again. They can, right. you know, that's what I'm really passionate about and how I do it is through business. So you really have to come to that understanding of what are you really passionate about mm-hmm. and what can you see yourself doing every day? You know, does it bring you joy? Does it bring you peace? Right. Does it bring you a sense of purpose? All of those things, you know, you got you to gotta have that in place before you jump out. 
you know, and then I, I go a little bit deeper into it because your marketing is going to be based off of that, your branding, all that it's going to be, you know, based off of, you know, your passion, your story, all, yeah, all that stuff. But we, right. we go that deeper into that when you're yeah. coaching. That's right. That's right. And we're not trying to give away everything because, you know, we want them to come see you. Come exactly. See you exactly. Talk about exactly. It. So that makes, that makes perfect sense. But I love what you shared so far, because yes, it is definitely about mindset. It is a matter of going and saying, yeah, you know, employee, you know, employer versus entrepreneurship. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That is huge because a lot of people, you know, they they don't consider it. They're just like, you know, I'm tired of doing this. I want (laughs) to do what I love. I'm just going to jump out there. But, Mm -hmm. but there are definitely things that, that you forget. Just, I think about when people, you know, are living at home and then they go and they get their own apartment and then it's the little things that you forget. It's like, oh, something fell on the floor and you go to sweep and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have a broom. I don't have a dustpan. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I don't have this and that. Because all of those things were already there. And it's the little things that you forget about. You remember to get toilet tissue and everything else like that. But it's the little things like that you don't use very often. Like, oh my goodness, this fell off. I need a screwdriver. Oh, wait a minute. I don't have a screwdriver. I don't have any tools. I don't have anything. You know, you think about the furniture and all these other things, but you don't think about the little things, but those things and how significant they can be when you don't have them mm-hmm. and so yeah you know oh I got sick I can run to the doctor oh wait a minute I don't have insurance yet oh wait a minute I have to pay for it monthly oh wait a minute it's 200 300 a month wait a minute mm-hmm. where am I going to get that from and I didn't I didn't think about that it's yeah. all of those things that that uh come into play those little minor things that that are important that people don't always think about so I think that that's important that you bring that up and when you talk about that grind like you said and being brave you know you know, people say, oh, well, can you know a lot of people? Oh my gosh, should be great at selling stuff. <laughs> I'm one of those people who is not really a good salesperson because, <laughs> you know, if I can find it cheaper, you know, I, I had an opportunity to work for uh, AT&T like over 25 years ago. And, and I decided not to do it because I was like, I can't upsell. You know, I can't, if, if somebody calls it, it's like, my bill is too high. I'm the one like, well, if you bundle this and this, it's only going to be like $3. And they're going to be like, no, Kim, That's no, right. <laughs> you're supposed to help us make money, not make things cheaper. Or if it's something that I believe in, but I can find a cheaper way to do it. I'm going to tell people a cheaper way because I care. Mm-hmm. And I want to, so I'm not that salesperson. So I know what my limitations are. I know what I'm capable of selling. And just like you said, that's where it comes into that whole idea of passion and being able to do it every day. Yes. Yeah. That is key every day. When you said every day, it was just like all kinds of lights went off in my head because (laughs) yes, you have to be able to do it every day. You just can't say, oh, you know, I I love baking cookies. You have to be able to bake cookies enough to meet the demand. demand. Okay. Because yeah, if you make a hella good cookie, people are going (laughs) to want to, they're going to keep asking you for it. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to get up every day and say, I just love baking these cookies. And if you don't, and you're getting tired, I'm tired of getting flour under my fingernails. I'm tired of getting it. I'm tired. It's not not gonna work. It's not gonna work. It's not going to work. So I love that you say that too. You have to be passionate about it so much that you're wanting to do it every day. And if if you're not satisfied with doing it every day, you're always seeking to figure out how you can make it better. Yeah. Or what you can do to make it a little bit more exciting so so that you're always excited about it. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. you said, if you're presenting this, you don't want to go, you know, here it is, yeah, I make cookies. 
Yeah, my cookies every day. They're delicious. Yeah, everybody loves my cookies. I hear this all the time. That's not going to make me want to buy your cookies. I'm going to be like, oh, yo, my cookies are bomb. I love that. You know, this is something that is my passion. I make cookies and I make all kinds of cookies. And every now and then I throw something different in there and da, da, da. Just like you said, you have to be passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And those things are key for people to remember when they're talking about jumping ship. There are so many things to consider. Mm -hmm. when you're talking yeah. about making a move like that. But just like you said, it all starts here. Yeah. It all starts within. It just yeah. can't be people telling you, hey, you'd be great at doing that. Because mm -hmm. just like you said, you'll jump out there and then you think it's a great idea and your friend thinks it's a good idea. So that makes two of you. <laughs> <laughs> what about the oh, rest of the you. world? <laughs> what about everybody else? And just mm -hmm. like you said, if you don't know, if you're not passionate about it, if you don't know exactly what it is that you're, you're selling. And sometimes that includes, you know, I'm a coach too. We're coaches include selling yourself. Yes. But if you yes. don't have confidence in yourself, how are you going to sell yourself? Exactly. Yeah. And so, so I mean, all the good stuff, all of this is good stuff because <laughs> it's important for us to, to realize, you know, that, that everything is, everything is a process. That's right. That's and everything right. doesn't happen instantly That's and everything right. doesn't happen in, in the twinkling of an eye. It, you know, it mm -hmm. takes time. Like you said, two, three years. Yeah. The research yeah. is out there. There it's are there. tons of, <laughs> of entrepreneurs out there. Ask anybody. And just like you said, it's a matter of people being honest. Some people are just like, oh yeah, being an entrepreneur is great. You have <laughs> many nights where you're up one, right. two o'clock in the morning, you need to be sleeping. Mm -hmm. And you always hear people saying that they are on the grind. They are the hustlers of the world. Mm -hmm. You have to be, yeah. you have to be, it's like you said, if you don't make a sale, you don't eat. Yeah. And so, That's you right. know, it, it's about consistency mm -hmm. and it's about loving what you do. What is something that you can do that's sustainable? That's sustainable. That's there a big word. Mm -hmm. If you're talking about getting into the entrepreneur game, you have to do something that's going to be sustainable. You're going to have to do something that you're willing to sustain mm -hmm. so that that way you're constantly in a space of, of saying, okay, uh, what do I need to do? How can I need, you know, you know, how can I do things differently? How can I keep recreating myself to make it, make it uh, possible? Yeah. Because that's another huge thing with entrepreneurship. And I had to learn that too. What, what is something that I have to, you know, what is something I need to do? Because sometimes I have to pivot in my business. Mm -hmm. It's like with this pandemic. Okay. What was something that I can do different and still keep the ball rolling? Right. You know, right. so you have to have some flexibility as well. Yes. I believe, you know, yes. Even oh in my gosh. talk about you hit the right words. You heard, you hit the <laughs> right words right there. You know, there's consistency with a, a well-balanced um, mm. amount of flexibility. Yes. Right. You have to be consistent, you know, in, you know, creating your, your plan and working your plan. Right. And even if, you know, the first three times you do it, it's not working, right. you know, you have to be flexible enough to say, you know, okay, I'm still going to do what I'm, what I know is, is been proven to work, right. but I have to have a little bit of flexibility in that to say, okay, how can I tweak this? Right. Like you said, you know, how can I tweak it to make it a little bit better? How can I, you know, pivot in my business, you know, maybe I'm not pivoting the whole thing and giving it up, you know, but maybe right. I'm just making these, these changes. Like right. when you talked about the restaurants, right? Anybody who said, you know, I don't deliver. Right. Uh, in the, in the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> okay. We bring <laughs> coffee. <laughs> 
I mean, you have to, you know, you have to be able to have that, that flexibility, be able to say, you know what, this is what, what's in front of me right now. This is what is in my hands to do. Let me go ahead and, you know, pivot this way and add that service on, you know, as opposed to just saying, well, if you can't come here and pick it up, then, oh, well, right. Sucks to be you, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, actually, sucks to be you. Right, right, right. So so a lot of those things, and you're finding that some people, you know, really didn't give that enough thought, you know, to say, I I will be flexible. You know, people were resistant in the beginning to Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, oh, it's something the kids do, and I really can't transition my business online, you know, but I'm like, you have so many resources now available because I I think in the beginning, you know, people thought it wasn't going to be that long. Right. Absolutely. You know, but you know, thank God for Zoom. They change our lives forever. Forever. (laughs) Forever. Forever. And, you know, for me, um, I did a lot of um, on-site things because I love interacting with people one-on-one, you know, or, you know, as in a group, like face-to-face, I love interacting with people. So when the pandemic hit, I was like, oh, what am I going to do now? You know, but then it was like, oh, duh, let's, let's do zoom, you know, let's, let's just do zoom meetings. You know, um, I talk to people on the phone all the time. So why not, you know, add zoom as, as an option. So it takes that, you know, consistency in yes, um, doing my business, doing all the things behind the scenes, but remaining flexible enough to say, this is the new resource that I can add into you know, my, my business model. Um, also, um, it's so important to not get caught up in the shiny object syndrome, right? Because, you know, especially nowadays, everyone has the success tool for your business, right? Oh yeah. And everyone's going to tell you, if you just do this, that's going to work. Um, so it's, it's important to, to make sure that you're confident in who you are, what you're doing, and you allow things in that's going to help you um, to grow um, from where you are rather than take you off, off track. Yeah. Like you have to know the difference between something that really is an opportunity and something that could be a distraction right. from who you've been called to be. Right. And I think that that's key, uh, a key point that you make when you are talking about that shiny object syndrome and, <laughs> and just running after that. But I think also what's important is, is, you know, when I think about Zoom and, and, you know, taking your business from local Mm -hmm. and what you're doing, you know, and even, you know, if you have travel incorporated into your business now with Zoom, you can take your business internationally. You can open, it opens the door, but what people also have to realize is that when you open that door to demand, can you meet the demand? Yeah. Can you, can you meet the demand? You know, once you, once you have something and, and it goes, it goes well and it's well received. Mm -hmm. Do you have the resources in place to meet the demand? All of a sudden you go, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't need all this, but you put it out there. And now people are like, yeah, we love this. That's great. And then you're like, wait a minute. There's only like one of me. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. Kim, let me just tell you, that is something that I do in my 90 day CEO plan, right? It's co- yes. creating your circle of success team, yeah. right? And you, you mentioned something so key, you know, Zoom introduced, it, it opened up the world. Yes. It really did. It opened yes. up the world to me. You know, I was in contact with people from the Philippines, from Nigeria, you know, UK, you know, it, 
And I hadn't even put that as part of my plan before the right. pandemic. You know, right. my main focus was Georgia. Right. That was my main focus. That's you know, it. who can I connect with in Georgia? Who's within this, you know, 25 mile radius of okay. where my office is? Those you gas know, is can... high. And that's about as far as I'm driving. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I was like, okay, because when I go further than that, you know, that's okay. going to be astronomical pricing. Okay. So, you know, that was really my main, my main focus. And then, you know, going online and really, you know, during the pandemic that opened up, it, it opened up the world. Yes. It, it opened up the entire world to me. And that to me was like, wow. Okay. So I added into yeah. my um, CEO, uh, 90 day CEO, I added into that portion of it, having your success team and not just thinking about the people who are right around you to help you, but the whole world is open to you to be able to really manage and scale your business yeah. as you go along, you know? Yeah. And to me, that really, that was, that was, you know, revolutionary okay. in my business, you yeah. know, I, about, you know, a virtual assistance, all other kinds of things mm -hmm. that, you know, resources that you have out there now yeah. and, you know, people working from home and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it's just so many things that this pandemic uh, raised awareness to. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if, if we don't hide and we educate and we create platforms like this to talk about these types of, of resources and talk about these different types of, of, uh, avenues that we can go down, you know, it's, it's really put us in the space of, of being able to take that information that we're having or, yeah. or, or that we're seeking and, and using it. And, and trying to figure out how we can best, you know, create our peaceful existence. That's why yeah. I say that's the, that is the, the acronym <laughs> that I use for COPE, creating yeah. our peaceful existence. Mm. And I mean, how, how do we do that? Right. And, and, and I think it really starts with us educating ourselves. It really starts yeah. with us, uh, you know, taking deeper dives into the things that are going on around us and not just focusing on the shiny object that's right in front of us, <laughs> but looking behind it and say, okay, how is this thing packaged? Wait a minute. was this thing say, how did, how did it get here? You know, is it always going to be, how do I take care of it? So that it's always looking like this, you know, if we're going to use that, uh, you know, analogy. Yes. Yeah. What, you know, how, how, do, how did we get this shiny thing? How did it, how was it delivered? You know, did, did it, are there any cracks in it? Is it, you know, how sustainable is it? Those right. are all things that we have to take into consideration when we think about that. When we're talking about, uh, you know, resigning, when we're talking about moving into a different space, what, what is the plan, you know, and how are we going to work this plan? I think that that is so critical. You've touched on so many points that are important for people to be mindful of yes. as they're going into this space. Because if they're not mindful of it, you know, and it, you know, like you said, you'll crash and burn a number of times. And if you don't have that resiliency mm -hmm. to say, okay, I fell. And that's something that's important in your, in your conversation as well. You said, I failed a couple of times, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, that's and, real. and that's key, but, but you kept getting up. You didn't just lay there and say, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to go back to work and I'm just going to work until I retire or until social security <laughs> six, you know, kicks in, mm -hmm. you know, it's not looking too good for us these days. <laughs> social security, I'm like, mm, you know, I don't, know, mm, I, you know, hopefully I'll be able to eat, you know, it, it, it's so, it's a lot. And yeah. those are things that we have to consider. So, 
You know, it, it's just, it's important to make sure that we're taking the necessary steps. So the one thing that I want to do first is I want to make sure that people know how to get in contact with you if they have additional questions regarding the great resignation or if this is something that they need to do or if they're ready to make that pivot over panic, we'll call it. <laughs> I, like yes. that. I like that better. And, and if yeah. they're willing to, to look into taking the steps and they're looking for that accountability, let's tell them how they can get in contact with you. Okay, well, one of the ways is that you can visit my website, which is www.sabrinareynolds.com. That's S-A-B-R-I-N-A-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S.com. Um, that's the, the easiest way. I have information about um, my the, the, the Great Resignation Handbook, courses, all kinds of resources are there. Um, I encourage you to do that. That's where you can link up with me and schedule a consultation. Um, and then also, if you want to email me directly, it's Sabrina at SabrinaReynolds.com. I tried to make it easy. So, yes. <laughs> so people would know how to get in contact with me pretty easily. Awesome. Okay. So that is www.sabrinareynolds.com. And you can, or you can email her at Sabrina at SabrinaReynolds.com. It doesn't get any easier than that. <laughs> It really doesn't. And so, I mean, it's wonderful that they'll have a way to get in contact with you. So I wanted to make sure that we put that out there because this is some good stuff. And, and you guys, uh, you know, like she said, the world is open. So, you know, wherever you're listening from, hop on there. Her story is on there. It's a great website. I've had an opportunity to go and visit, of course. And so, you know, we want to make sure that you tap into this, this resource. It's important for us to know when we're looking to make life decisions like that. And this is a life decision. Okay. So like I said, Sabrina talked about, uh, you know, her business. She talked about, you know, some of the pivots that she had to make. And so of course, I'll definitely ask you, I got asked my other guests, uh, you know, how are you living in this now? How are you coping in this space? Because, you know, we're going into 2022 yeah. and, and we're still in this pandemic and we're hearing about new strands, you know, and different <laughs> things are happening. We're talking, you know, people are talking about, you know, whether to vaccinate, whether not to vaccinate, whether to get shot, booster shots, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just been a lot going on. And, and, and it can affect us psychologically. It can yeah. affect us on so many different le- levels. So how do you deal with living in this now? Okay, so here's one of the key things I want to um, make sure that um, is really, really understood. You know, when I went through my quitting cycle and then, you know, getting a job cycle, through that process, I really started to believe that entrepreneurship wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I really started to believe that. I started to believe the negativity. You know, I, I really didn't. Um, I really didn't feed myself with the, the positive words that I knew that I needed to. You know, and I, I didn't pray as much as I should have. I didn't, you know, speak the word over my life as much as I should have. You know, so I started to really believe that maybe this wasn't for me, right? And um, I see that sometimes with um, clients that I come in contact with, you know, they're at the point of despair and giving up and saying, you know, I made a huge mistake and it just wasn't for me. And that's why I'm here, you know, because I want to make sure people know that um, just because you failed doesn't mean you are a failure or that you're not called for this. You just have to find out the right way to do it, you know? Um, so in this now, I've learned that. I've learned that and I've understood and I've embraced that. And I have more confidence than ever that this is my calling. This is what I am passionate about. This is what 
I absolutely love to do. Um, that's that's really the, the thing. And um, I talk about, you know, just really acknowledging some of the things that um, happen, you know, in the beginning, you know, I tried to, you know, fake it till I made it, you know, and no, no entrepreneur wants to, you know, admit in the middle of failure, I'm failing. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> no one wants to admit that everyone wants to look like, you know, the success that they imagine themselves to be when they quit their jobs in the first place. And for me, I have learned that as I go through these things, these are wonderful lessons that I've learned. Um, when I make a mistake, because I still make mistakes, yes. I still will make mistakes. <laughs> you know, I have learned to call it research and development. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> it really is, you know, and that's, you know, that's a line item on a lot of businesses that they say, you know, research and development. You think about um, companies like, you know, Amazon, they had a, um, I think it was a fire phone they had okay. that absolutely bombed, you know, <laughs> and instead of just, you know, looking at it as just like this complete failure, they looked at it as research and development because that helped them to make um, what's what's that thing that uh, Amazon Echo. Oh, Echo. Yes. <laughs> they helped it helped them to make that better. So I look at that as lessons learned. Wow. Every mistake that I make, I, I look at it now not as oh my gosh, I'm horrible business owner. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm really embracing it and saying, okay, what can I learn from this? Right. You know, that didn't you know yield what I thought it would. But what did I learn during this process? Right. Um, right. I've also learned to um, reach out before it's too late. <laughs> um, that's a big thing um, with entrepreneurs. You are doing this alone. You're thinking about this alone. You know, even if you you are married or have a partner, you know, you're really thinking about this, you know, by yourself. And sometimes you don't ask for help in the right places or ask for help at all. And I think it's so important to, you know, make sure that you're, you're, you're talking to people, you know, I'm doing that, you know, more often I have a circle of success, you know, where there are other like-minded entrepreneurs um, with me that are, you know, talking about things about business, what we're trying, what, what's working, what's not working, you know, and there's no, um, there's no, uh, a competition in in the in that way where it's kind of like, well, I want to do better than you. We are all about each other's success. Right. Right. And it's important to be surrounded by people like that. And those are the big things that, that I'm doing. I constantly working on my mindset, yeah. you know, constantly re reminding myself because there are things that I've been doing for like 40, 40 <laughs> however many years. You don't need to know the exact number. Um, <laughs> Well, there will be many things that, you know, I had to unlearn, right. you know, and it's not just a one-time thing where you think, oh, okay, well, I read a book on this, check that off. You know, it has to be a consistent work. You know, the Bible talks about renewing your mind daily, yeah. you know, making sure that you're renewing your mind daily and not just allowing those, those negative thoughts. You know, you got to think of the things that are lovely, things that are pure, things that are, you know, that, that, that deserve any praise. Those are the things that you need to be thinking about. Those are the things that you need to pour into your mind. So I do that on, on a regular basis um, because um, there's this inner critic that lives inside of me. Yeah. 
and she's nasty. (laughs) (laughs) She's rude. She says all the negative things. She tells me what I can't do. She tells me what I'm not. She tells me what, you know, that I'm not good enough. She tells me all these different lies. So I have to have something that drowns her out on a regular basis. Now she's not as mouthy and loud as she used to be, but she's still there. Oh yeah. So I can't pretend like, you know, she doesn't exist. And um, so I I listened to a lot of great messages, a lot of great books, you know, that really deal with, you know, the mindset. So that's, that's what I'm doing. And, and, and I keep, you know, just trying to share when I, when I learned about it, I try to share that with other people so they, they can grow as well. Yes. I mean, and, and that's beautiful. That is beautiful. I love that circle of success. You know, that that's always good because just like you said, sometimes we think that we're going it alone and we definitely need to have people, you know, like I said, outside of Uncle Jimmy. That <laughs> no, yeah. Poor Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> Poor Uncle Jimmy. If you got Uncle Jimmy out there, I'm so sorry if, it, if it's Uncle Jimmy. That's just the name that came to me. I, have, I do happen to have an Uncle Jimmy. He is, uh, he has passed on, but. Me too. Yeah, I have no, but, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, uh, but. But, you know, we definitely have to have people around us that are going to continue to elevate us and to lift us up, yeah, you know, and support absolutely. us when we can. And, and during this season, it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult to reach within. Sometimes it's hard to sit with ourselves. Yeah. And so I, I really think that that saying that we have to have a circle of success is important and that we do have to renew our minds daily. Yeah. We definitely have to do that because we, we're not always going to be at, at our optimal levels every day. That's right. And that's what we need those people to come in. And that's what we need to have somebody to help us to, to get to, to that space of peace. Yeah. And, and that's not something that we can do alone. So I think that that's a wonderful example that you leave with people. You want to make sure that, that they're in that, that might, that right mindset and that's that right. they're, that they have people to help. And, at the, and just like you said, that you ask for help. And, and not, not when the car is burning, but when you saw that engine light come on and it's been on and you've just been thinking, oh, I'm just going to keep on riding, you know, until next thing you know, the piston rod blows a hole through the engine and you're on the side of the road and you're hearing on the radio that, you, that there's a car on fire. There's a car on fire on I-5. That happened to me. Okay. I saw that little light and I was like, oh. I'm just gonna keep on riding. Next thing I heard this tune. Next thing you know, I hear on the radio, there's a car on anything that's on fire. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Let's get out the car before the car blows up. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. It's definitely so serious. I was like, what is happening? But it's so serious. We have if if we see sometimes, you know, we see things coming down the pipe. You see that train coming down and you just gonna lay across the tracks or are you gonna get up? That's good. That's you know, really we really have good. to, you know, I put those analogies out there because sometimes we need to see things. You need to, vi- you have a lot of people who are visual. Yes. That's why we do our show the way we do it. So people can listen to it. Go they'll say, Hey, Kim, where can we watch the show? Um, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. So for my special friends, they'll be able to see this. But just like you said, there are those who will see things coming and, and, and not move out the way or, or they'll say, okay, this is, you know, I need to get up. I need to do something. Said that way, you know, I don't get run over. Said that way, I don't put myself in the space of failure. Some things we can, you know, foresee and, and, and we want to make sure that we're doing that. 
And so I love that you put that out there. I think that's, those are words of wisdom. People have yourself a circle of success. And like she said, it's not a competition. It's about having people who are, are willing to encourage you and to uplift you and to inspire you towards your personal success. We all need somebody like that. And we all need to be in a space of realizing when we need the help. I think that that is wonderful. Are there any other words that you want to leave with our listeners before we wrap things up? (laughs) I have so many things running through my mind. (laughs) (laughs) That just means you have to come back and that's fine. We do come back (laughs) around here. (laughs) You know, um, I I go back to what you said, you know, I'm just going to reiterate, you know, have that circle of success, you know, don't be afraid to admit that you need help. Yes. Don't be afraid of it. You know, we all need help at some point in our lives. Yeah. So um, I think that's that's so important. So I'll just I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, like I said, I'd like to thank you for being with us, for coming. You know, I had a, an opportunity to meet you not too very long ago. And yeah. and you just had such a wonderful spirit and such a wonderful light. And, and, and I think we were both drawn to each other and yes. we had a wonderful conversation and, and, and it's led to us being able to share this platform so that people can know what it is that, that you do and to realize the importance of knowing, you know, when we need to make life changes and, and what those life changes look like. That's right. And that's what's going to help us to be able to create our, uh, our peaceful existence and to live in this now. And so again, I'd like to thank you so much for being with us. You're always welcome back. Like I said, you've been here for, you know, as my first guest for season two. So I'm excited that you're here and that, that you're available. Again, you can reach Sabrina at www.sabrinareynolds.com or you can email her at Sabrina at sabrinareynolds.com. And that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until I see you the next time, I say peace.